Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Oh, oh guys. Wow. Oh, guys. I'm Sam Delaney. Oh. And I'm literally wiping a tear from my eye Whoa. in the style of Sue Barker on Christian Sport. <laughs> Lol. Oh. <laughs> Ruffle. Here we are. It's a Monday morning episode. Um, you've you've just been chatting before we um, started, Sam. You've been resetting your demons over the weekend. In the Isle of White. In the Isle of White. Yeah, and you reckon on, on they're launch. well and truly reset. Those demons are back in their fucking box for now. As Alex they're Ferguson always, said I, about Liverpool in 1990, yeah. he knocked them right off their fucking perch. I knock them right off their perch. That's what I pack it on the on the ferry on the way when I get on the ferry at Portsmouth and it sets off across the Solent, mm. the demons fucking know what's coming. Yeah. They're they're like, Oh, look out, lads. We're heading to Isle of Wight. We're about to get reset. <laughs> <laughs> like two cocker spaniels chasing some demons like silver That's paper right, across cunts. the wind. I mean, the Isle of Wight usually resets my demons, whatever I do, but I went for a thirteen mile, thirteen and a half mile hike with my cousin Bruce mm-hmm. and that and a hike out in nature being out in nature for that long mm-hmm. will really it'll fuck your Fresh demons air, off exercise conversation yeah you know, although we got caught, caught in such a bad gale for about two hours of it when we were up on the top of a fucking cliff mm. completely open no trees or anything mm-hmm. to block the wind and we were caught inside a gale so intense mm. that it was impossible to communicate with each other for two hours but was it a stronger wind or a scouse wind that's the question nah. if it had been a scouse wind you would have still that's the that's one of the incredible things about a scouse wind it's real tough but you can still hear yourself talk because <laughs> as scousers we love to chat <laughs> And a scouse wind would never get in the way of that. <laughs> this doesn't no, sound this was... like a scouse wind. This sounds like a bad wind. It's a normal bad southern wind. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, on um, the Friday night when we got there, as I had said on Friday's episode, uh, we're down the chippy, my favourite chippy in the mm. Isle of Wight. And uh, it was whilst there last summer that I posted um, on Twitter and then subsequently spoke about the fish cake episode of my childhood. You did, did. yeah. So I was in there with my cousin Bruce and we were waiting to pick up our um, chippy tea on Friday and I said, oh, yeah, Nick put me in mind of the fish cake episode Mm. and he he hadn't heard it, so I told him this is what happened to me when I was a kid and he was amused by it because he was like, that's really funny that... They had decided <laughs> that of all the different items you can get in a chip shop, 
the thing that definitely fucking marked you out as a as a bit of a spod, right? <laughs> was fish cake. And I said to him, Yeah, but in fairness to them, to the bullies, the rough lads, mm. I said, They're right. I said, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't bully anyone for ordering a fish cake, no. but if if you if you put yourself in that, I hope I am not a bully. Um, if you can put yourself in the mindset of that of a nineteen eighties bully, right? Hard, yeah. Then I think you know I was asking for it. I didn't have to order a fish cake. I bottled it. And if I fucking <clears throat> if I'd thought twice, I would have thought the last thing you want to be ordering now with these rough lads already gearing up to bully you is a fish cake. So then what we did was we had to wait a while. They were cooking his cod fresh. So we had a bit of time on our hands. So I said to him, right, say we had our time again. Say it was like, you know, you go back in time and you get to relive that moment, Mm. knowing what we do now as accomplished, established, grown, mature men. Yeah. Fully pubic men. (laughs) Right. Right. Then... How and, and you knew you had to face some bullies in a chip shop mm. on a Friday night, and you had one chance to order, mm-hmm. right? And you had to order in such a way that you'd make them think twice about bullying you. Mm. How would you order? And I asked him, my cousin Bruce, the man of the world, right? He knows these things, right? Mm. And he said, well, he goes, it's simple, isn't it? You walk in fucking bold. First, he showed me the walk you had to do. All right, right there's a the walk, shit. is there, yeah. Chest out. Yeah, proud. Chest out, proud, yeah. no fucking about. You can't be apologetic about the way you order in a chippy, right? You can't, right? no, no. You go, it's all or nothing. And they go, next, please. <laughs> and you go like this, right? Right. <laughs> you open that one, right. <laughs> and you point. You know the menu up on yeah. the wall. You point at it yeah. quite, abr- like quite um, assertively. Mm. You go right, large chips, yeah, right, and and then you go with the other hand. You go and a beef and onion pie, Whoa. right? Because we established that, especially if you were a child, the hardest thing on on the average chippy menu you could probably order would be a beef and onion pie. You go yeah. pie, yeah, right. And not a fucking chicken one, yeah. right? I'm not a Doris, yeah? Yeah. Fucking beef and onion. Right, so just to replay that again, you walk in, and then you go, right, large chips, imagine 14-year-old me doing mm-hmm. this, large chips mm-hmm. and a beef and onion pie. And I went, yeah, that's fucking great, mate. That would have fucking made them think, fucking hell, this kid, we thought he looked a bit soft. We thought he looked like a vulnerable, a soft target. But no, no not this cunt means business. And then I, I embellished it, right? I went, yeah. And then imagine if you were feeling really com- emboldened by that. Because you know me, it's in my character to get very easily carried away, isn't it? So the moment that I felt... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the moment I felt fucking how I played a blinder here, I'd like to think I can push this a bit further. So I said, what I would have done at that point was look dead casual, half over a shoulder at the rough lads mm. and gone like this. Yeah. And a round of, a round of pineapple fritters on me for the girls. Oh! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> that's when it would have tipped over that's when it would have tipped over from their grudging respect into you receiving a fucking beating well that's classic Delaney well yeah it doesn't know what to stop because that is that that is like I've fucking done something good here time to ladle it on a bit thicker see how far I can push it don't know what to leave it yeah but then 
But then my cousin Bruce gave me an even better one that I have subsequently really become obsessed with. Is he goes, yeah, he goes, I said, yeah, it's a nice touch in it for the girls uh, around a pineapple fritters <laughs> as if to imply, yeah, that's their level they're at, mate. Right. They don't even have fucking chips. Right. But then he, go, he goes, no, nah, if you really want to go worse than the girls, you go, <laughs> you point at the artist one and you go, and a pineapple fritter on me for the Duchess. <laughs> The Duchess! <laughs> oh, and that is beautiful. That there, mate, is the slam dunk. Yeah. Right, that is the Michael Jordan. You've run from outside the area, you've floated through the air, and you have dunked that motherfucker. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and no, a, I mean, a, and a, a pineapple fritter on me for the Duchess, I right? Mean, you know. Suddenly, fist comes flying in. <laughs> Bang! Like the opening of Grinch Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then we were talking about that and we're going, yeah, um, pineapple fritters, I mean, they are, they're the worst, right? They're like the worst thing that you can order if you want to be marked. That's worse than fish cake almost. <clears throat> uh, I said, well, you know, like round here, they, you know someone's Millwall because you know Millwall, they don't even... They don't even order chips with their chippy tea no more, right? That's how low they've sunk. <laughs> I said, I seen some Mill coming here the other day. They order the fucking, they order a spam fritter, a pineapple fritter, and, and my cousin told me about this one, a pea fritter. Now, Ooh. I'd never heard about that. I'd never heard about a pea fritter, but I've been sent pictures of them now. And it's basically a fist, like a fist of um, mushy peas. Right. Right, they've been like they've been squeezed in a fist into a bowl. Yeah. Then, then battered and deep fried. You know what? That sounds all right. It fucking sounds well nice, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah. I'm I'm but, getting more and more to mushy peas the older I get. Oh, I have mushy peas on Friday I reckon night. By yeah. the time I'm about sixty-five, I'll be like mushy peas. It's all you'll eat. Forty-five yeah. percent of my diet's going to be mushy peas with everything. Yeah. I've I've always I, I won't consider a chippy dinner without a uh, without some mushy peas. And of course, now I'm vegetarian. You've got to have even more. You've got to have extra extra portions. The pea fritter is your friend now, isn't it? It's your saviour. Well, I've been. I put it out on Twitter last night because my cousin mentioned it to me as if it was just a normal thing. It was as normal as saying Savaloy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I've never fucking heard of it. And he was like, I mean, he lives in Kent. I don't know whether it's more of a Kent thing, but he said it was pretty standard in a lot of chippies around his way. Don't take this the wrong way, but it's well known that there's no such thing as a good chippy in the south of England. Mm, well, because I've I've never I've never encountered. The yeah, well, it's relative. You you may say that you may Everyone say that, says that, but well, all Northerners do, yeah. yeah. But I've but never I've like, never encountered the pineapple fritter before, never, unless I've got fritter. I'll say what? Unless I've got fritter blindness and I've not seen it on the menu, I've chosen to blank it out because it's just there's a lot a of fritters. Uh, well, fritter. all right. Well, Sorry, mate. Where's Scotland? Is that in the north or the south? I forget. North of Britain. Oh, it's in the fucking north. And you go fucking anywhere there, and <laughs> there's everything fritter. They will fritter the fuck out of anything yeah, they look that's, at. Yeah, that's rogue, though. They're rogue in Scotland. They'll deep fry anything. Fuck it now. <clears throat> so, you, you northerners, you're like the Labour Party. You're like split into so many little divisions. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, that's Scotland. That's different. I'm talking. All right, I'm talking about the northeast now. Oh, no, I'm not talking about southeast. I'm talking about Sunderland. Actually, I'm not even talking about Sunderland. I'm talking about my bit of Sunderland. I'm talking. Well, are you north or south I mean, of the way? Hey, hey, I'm south of the way. Why? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. then you'd be like, oh no, this is south of the way stuff. Yeah, well, they're fucking weird in the north of the way. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have pineapple fritters there. I wouldn't know. I've never been there. But I mean, if anyone wants to recommend a good chippy in London, I'll go and check it out next time I'm there. Oh, I could tell you loads of them, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know a few but people. Then you, you, but you know, Northerners are cynical people. They'll turn up and go, "Oh, fucking, oh, oh that's shit." You think that's good? And I'd be like, "Yeah, it is. I think it is good." Well, it's not. It's shit. All right. I think we need Fair to get enough, in touch mate. with the the the, the fish and chips um, council or whatever body it is that promotes fish and chips, and we'll do a series of podcasts the ch- where we the, visit the chip shop. First, first of all, the chip shop, my local chip shop in Barnes is called Tanya's mm. and, and cabbies who don't particularly like coming to Barnes anyway, right? They will, if they get a Barnes fare, ask any cabbie, the only reason they'll, they'll be all right about it is they'll go, any cabbie and none will go, well, the one good thing about getting a fare down to Barnes is that you get to go and go to Tanya's. Right. So I, I cabbies from all different parts of London will go there because they know it's a good chippy. Right. Right? That's that's my local one. But most areas I've ever lived in, when I lived in Notting Hill, there was a really famous one called George's on um, Goldbourne Road. Um, yeah, every area. And and uh, obviously the seaside towns, if you go on holiday to Suffolk, there's one in Albra that is has won the chip shop championship several times over. And their secret, and I can no longer have this because I'm veggie now, but their big secret, they often won the best chips in the country award and it's because they did all their chips in beef dripping. Yeah, yeah. well, well there's lots of chippies around here that do that. Yeah, well, not as well it. as this one in Albra, mate. Well, yeah. But, I mean, Albra, chip to, shop, me, to chip... me, that's not the south anyway. That's the, that's the north because it's in fucking Suffolk. You say they've won chip shop champions of the year, but it'll be the bracket south, probably. No, what it'll be is it'll be organised by people in the south and they wouldn't have bothered going to the ones in the north because they can't be asked. Yeah, it's like the BDO with the darts, isn't it? And they do their own separate one a week after the PDC. It's It's like rugby rugby league. It's like rugby league, it don't count. Uh, No, rugby league's supposed to be the better one, isn't it? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Who cares? It's all rugby, isn't it? (laughs) Now, other things that happened in the Isle of Wight, just real quick. Mm. One... Are you familiar with Biscoff biscuits? Yes, delicious. They're the little ones that you get in a individually wrapped wrapper, yeah, with an, often with complimentary. A, with a cup of coffee, yeah. So we have them in the north, so, yeah. So <laughs> right, I, uh, I've, I've, uh, we finished our walk right, and it was so, the, towards the end. It was hell because of this gale, so we aborted a bit early. We we meant to walk further, but we, we did thirteen and a half miles. We were quite happy, yeah. and then we and then we get to this pub really cute pub in the middle of nowhere right and we go in and it was quite busy it was about 5 30 and everyone was drinking and i went up to the bar and i just went to the bar mate you couldn't do us a cup of tea could you i was thinking she'd be like fuck off i'm busy mm. she went this yeah pub. no problem <laughs> yeah fuck off right she's made us two cups of tea she's brought them over now we hadn't really we hadn't taken enough provisions on the walk with us right so we were really tired hungry and thirsty she brings us a pot of tea mm. right and we each get a Biscoff biscuit in the little plastic wrapper. Nice touch. Now, we've all had Biscoff biscuits before, but this Biscoff biscuit, we were both like, fucking hell, that's the most delicious biscuit I've ever fucking eaten in my life, right? <laughs> and he was like, and we were starving as well. And he was like, go and ask for some more. And I go, I don't know, it's a bit of a piss take. And we were like, I'll fucking offer them money. Go, listen, right, I know that one was complimentary. I'm not taking the piss. Here's a tenner. Give me as many Biscoff biscuits as you think <laughs> you can justify. But we were too shy to ask. 
But then we carried on talking about how nice Bischoff's were, right? Mm. Turns out my cousin's daughter, she is 16, and her and all her mates are banging. You know, like school kids get really into cult items, obscure items they kind of glorify them. They're all well into Biscoff biscuits, right? All the teenagers. Quite right, yeah. Right? They fucking Are love they Biscoffs. They must be vegan then. If they're all it, it, them. It's, it, it's the hot new thing, yeah. right? Biscoff biscuits. And um, so then we're like, fucking hell, how do these pubs and hotels and everything afford to always give them away free? And I said, well, you buy them in bulk. I bet they're well cheap. Anyway, we've done a bit of research. You can tell that like the Biscoff biscuit thing dominated the rest of the trip, yeah. right? We were just thinking about Biscoffs, talking about Biscoffs. Done a bit of research, right? I found them on... You can buy them in bulk on Amazon. Don't Google it, because I'm about to test you, see if you get any closer okay. than he did. For £9.98, guess how many Biscoff biscuits you can purchase on Amazon? For £9.98. Just, I'll give, we'll do a, a higher or lower, right? A quick higher or lower. For £9.98. And uh, play along at home, cunters. <laughs> uh, I reckon... Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. I reckon 350. Oh, you did better than him. It's 300. Wow. It's 300 Biscoff biscuits you get. For what? A For a tenner? Fuck. Yeah, under a tenner, right? That's fucking and lords, then isn't it? You can, you can get them in your house, mm. right? And then whenever some cunt comes around for a cup of tea, they go, do you, do you want a cup of tea? And they go, yeah. And then without saying anything, you just give them a you cup of tea. And without Biscoff. saying anything, you just whack down a fucking Biscoff. thing is, I'm, I'm seeing a, a downside to this. Are these individually wrapped ones? Yeah. That's really bad plastic-wise, isn't it? The environment. The environment. Yeah, it's awful. It's Fuck awful. it, though, yeah? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, mate. It, it, you know what? We've got to mark this off as it is what it is. It is what right? it is, yeah. That, if you've got a problem with it, go and talk to Sir John Biscoff, yeah. right? Inventor of the Biscoff biscuit, Yeah. right? I don't fucking make the rules. I wish they weren't individually wrapping fucking biscuits in plastic wrappers and killing the turtles, but right? But how can but, you serve them individually otherwise? You can't. And also think of the transportation, yeah, you know, from, like they need to be protected. There's a lot of logistical issues, yeah. the reason they're individually wrapped. By the way, if you look on Amazon, there's a lot of Biscoff products, including a Biscoff Kit Kat bar, Whoa. right? You know, when they do, you know, when they do team ups, yeah, right? And there is Biscoff 
topping sauce that you uh, in a squeezy bowl with biscuit biscuit flavoured. You can get biscuit yeah. spread. Yeah, spread. And finally, you can get <clears throat> rather than the big bumper three hundred bulk option, mm. you can get a display unit. Right, it's the sort of thing they'd have on a counter in a hotel, Fuck. and it's like a box, and it stands up, and there's a sort of a slot that opens out, mm. as if to say, "Have a biscoff, biscoff, sir. Have a biscoff, have a biscoff, you cunt." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting a biscoff and then putting biscoff spread on top of it, and then squirting some biscoff sauce on top of that? Oh, the biscoff, biscoff challenge, you mean? Oh yeah, How many this of them sounds could like. You have? This sounds like something for the platinum package at Manfred's. I think it to might me. well be, yeah. It's all starting to come together, isn't it? Excuse me, have you got the platinum? We're, I'm thinking we'll give them lanyards, right, when yeah. they arrive, depending on the package. We'll have a clipboard with names on, mm. and next to each name, we'll have what package they paid for, and we'll, cr- we'll ask the name they come in, we'll cross it off, and depending on what package they prepaid, we'll give them a lanyard. Yeah, sure, and then what we'll they're entitled to. And we'll go, can everyone with a platinum lanyard come to the front? For your Biscoff challenge. Yeah. No, not you, sir. You're a gold member. No, you can stay around for Alexander O'Neill, but you cannot have a you Biscoff. You can't do the Biscoff challenge. <laughs> Did you know there was Biscoff yeah. Twix briefly last year? Fucking hell. Yeah, we might want to do some more digging about the inventor of Biscoff as well. Oh, John Biscoff, like, isn't it? it from? I, fe- I feel like it's from Germany, though. Um, I don't know why. feels like a German thing. Belgium, apparently. I'm looking oh, okay. at the story of Biscoff. I'm also looking at Biscoff's Twitter account. I reckon we could get them to sponsor Manfred's. Manfred's <laughs> yeah, brought you in association incredible. with Biscoff. That would be incredible. But anyway, that's a little bit of Biscoff chat. Now, uh, one other thing coming for the weekend. Can I just, just bring you a little bit mate. more? I'll bring you a bit more Biscoff yeah, background before we do that. The story of Lotus Biscoff starts in 1932 in a local bakery in Lembeke, a Belgian town. The unique recipe was brought to perfection with carefully selected natural ingredients. Today, Lotus Bakeries is still family-owned and based in its hometown. And from there, the tasteful cookie continues to conquer the, t- the world. Tasteful cookie. Taste- that's and exactly that's what, what it, is. it is, isn't it? They're very confident in description of their own product, and I don't blame them. And they've also said that it's conquered the world, and it has. Yeah. Oh, fucking has. Biscoff ice cream, Sam. Yeah. It's fucking oh. champion of the world, that biscuit. Well done, everyone. Um, Go on, move on. So I was at my mum's yesterday having lunch, and uh, my brother Cass, who regular listeners will be familiar with the antics and adventures Mm. of Cass Delaney, right? Of course. Uh, We were talking about my grandma, my mum's mum, who was a bit of a character, some sort of person you describe as a bit of a character. Anyway, I loved her. I was very close to her. She didn't like my brother Cass. This is the stuff of family record, right? He knows it, we know it. She didn't like him. She thought he was a bit of a flash cunt, right? She didn't trust him, right? Uh, there was various reasons to this, and we were speculating as to why. He's good with it. He's not, I don't suppose he's happy about it, but he's accepted it. He's at peace with it, let's okay. say, right? She thought he was a little bit of a flash, Harry, and she was very old school, right? And uh, she didn't trust him. She thought he was shifty. And to be fair, he was. He was shifty. He used to do bad things, you know. Mm-hmm. He stole from my mum. He stole my mum's prayer book and sold it at the fucking um, pawn shop she at the bottom could. of the road. Yeah, it's that, he was always up to that sort of stuff. Anyway, he, we were talking about it, and he went, 
Yeah. And one of the things that she did was she was an obsessive tiger, like a lot of nans. So when she came to stay with us, she'd sometimes come and stay for the summer holidays, keep an mm. eye on me while my mum was at work, right? And she would, when she stayed with us, she would be up and really early. Like, no one knew when, because it didn't matter what time you got up, she would have already been up for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she would be in her house coat and cleaning gear, and she'd have cleaned the house top to bottom. Now, our house was not it was clean but it was not fucking tidy in the least when we were growing up right so it was just my mum had to work full time yeah, she had four boys like that, isn't it? Right. my house is a pig but when my, when my grandma came it was like a fucking tornado went through it of cleanliness a reverse tornado and it was incredible it was like a scene in Snow White anyway but she was obsessive and it was like if you left anything out it would get thrown in the bin tidied away somewhere where you'd never find it or like bleached to death yeah right when you got up in the morning, it was immaculate. It was brilliant. For, for the few weeks she would stay in the summer, it was like you were suddenly living in a five-star hotel. Mm. And Cass told me, right? Now, this, the reason I'm telling this story, I've been reflecting on this story overnight, and I think it's one of the worst things I've ever heard, right? Mm. And remember, I've known contract killers. You have, right? yeah. This is right up there of anything contract killers told me. 1982... Cass would have been 14 years old. His team, QPR, get to the FA Cup final against Tottenham Hotspur. You'll remember, right? Yep. Can't believe it. Club like QPR don't often get days in the sun like that. Cass is a season ticket holder. Him and all of his mates love QPR. He can't fucking believe it. On top of that, he's got himself a fucking ticket for Wembley. He can't think or talk about anything else. And why Why not? Do you know what I mean? You're 14 <laughs> years old. Your, your club have got to Wembley. You're playing Tottenham in the final. Fucking sensational, right? He's got the ticket and he's fucking bragging about it non-stop to everyone. I've got my fucking ticket for Wembley. I can't believe it. He's strutting around the house. He's singing QPR songs. It's fucking everyone else off. But same time, whatevs, right? He has put the ticket on a sort of on the shelf. In the in the front room, mm-hmm. right, to show it off like that is going to sit there until cut final day. Yeah. So every cunt knows <laughs> that I Castellani am going to see the fucking super hoops at Wembley. You <laughs> cunts, right, final. rubbing it in our faces, right, <laughs> and we're all sort of a bit annoyed, but at the same time we're keeping the lid on because it's fucking annoying. But fair enough, they've got to the cup final, right? Let him have his moment, right? He's come home from school. Right, mm. buzzing. First thing he wants to do when he comes in the door is run to just stare, stare at the ticket. Of course, right? yeah. He's he's coming through the door. The ticket isn't there, so he's walked up closer to the shelf. Thinking, what the fuck has happened to my ticket? Now, at this stage, as he's telling the story, I think he's going to say, "Grandma has either tidied it away on purpose yeah. somewhere really obscure, which was one of her mo's, right? Yeah, or." chucked it away and done the old oh sorry I thought it was rubbish I thought it was an old ticket right and I'm already bracing myself for that and thinking oh god this is a really sad story well it's worse than that mate because when Cass got close to the the shelf he found the ticket torn up (gasps) what torn in two right no I think torn in four right oh that's even worse and I went what the fuck? Grandma had torn your... At first I thought, no, it can't have been Grandma. It must have been, like, Dom, my other brother. Yeah, or Millwall. Or, or, or one of his mates. Like, there's always mates coming in and out of the house. Maybe, like, 
one of our mates who was West Ham or mm. Spurs or Chelsea or something had come in and thought, fuck that, I'm tearing it up. It wasn't. Grandma had done it. She didn't even deny it, right? Cass has walked in and gone, Grandma? She's gone, yeah. Yes, duck? Called everyone duck, right? <laughs> What's this? Oh, I, I don't know. That's my cup final ticket. Did you tear it up? Oh, yeah, I think I did, yeah. Why? Do you know what her answer was? God. I was I was tidying up. <laughs> and he went, yeah, well, what, but why did you tear it up? She went, I thought it was just mess. I thought it was rubbish. <laughs> I thought it was and one he, piece of mess. So I thought I'd make it into four pieces yeah, of mess. Exactly. So it makes no sense. And he went, but why did you why did you tear it up though? If you thought it was rubbish, she went, Well, I don't know, you shouldn't leave things lying around like that. Wow. You boys, you you leave too much shit around you leave too much uh, stuff around the house lying about. Right? And if you do, there's gonna be consequences. Jesus. But she knew what she did. And my brother Cass sort of told this story almost with a little bit of a wry chuckle. And I thought to myself, this explains a lot, right? We know Cass has had behavioural problems over the years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I've often thought maybe there's a sadness inside of him mm. that he won't... I've, not that I'm judging him for that. There's a sadness inside <laughs> me. There's a sadness inside most people. Yeah, there is. The, the, the only thing you can do is try to process that. So I, I will talk about my sadness mm. a lot. But, he, you know, he's quite, go the he's quite closed. I'll go miles. to the Isle of Wight. He's quite closed, right? And I thought to myself, well, this fucking explains everything. This explains for getting pissed and falling asleep in that nunnery. In the nunnery, yeah. This, this explains him giving all of that advice to the chef, that unsolicited advice and the chef, no, actually it was solicited to the Sheffield Wednesday chairman. Yeah. Right? All the other things he's done. I thought this explains a lot. Everything, it's like his rosebud moment. Everything goes back to, to the that. Ticket. His grandmother, the person in your life, perhaps even more than your mother, who is supposed to show you unconditional love and indulgence. Yeah. Tore up his fucking cup final ticket and he said it to me, in all fairness to the bloke, right? Cass has got told the story to the table. We're all sat there, the whole family. And he said it almost casual. And I went, I had to almost reach out and put a hand on him and go, Cass, you do understand that that is serious childhood trauma oh. that you have endured there. Anyway, finding your ticket destroyed in any circumstances is awful. But when you find it is an emotional betrayal from someone who is supposed to love you unconditionally, yeah. there is something. There's something pretty fucking deep about that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that has an impact on you for the rest of your life, in my opinion. And I just couldn't believe it. And he was like, "Yeah, I suppose you're right. It was really bad." I said, "What did you do? Do you know what he did?" He sellotaped the cunt up, yeah. turned up at Wembley on cup final mm-hmm. day. He said he shat himself all the way there because mm-hmm. he thought it was 50-50 <clears> at best. Yeah. And all his mates <clears> were a big crowd of mates and they're all going up there on the tube. And they get there and he sailed through. Straight because in. in those days, it was total fucking bedlam at Wembley was, anyway yeah. on cup final day. No one's fucking checking. You just you fucking fly of, in. You got any kind of piece of paper, mate? Yeah, in you come. Yeah, here's, a piece, here's my piece. Yeah, oh, the poor cunt. Yeah, they all sellotape together. And, you know, I love and respect my brother anyway, but I tell you what, I love and respect him even more after yeah, hearing that story. Yeah, you got to go through that, yeah. I mean, I don't think worse than my grandma, really, because in a self-centred way, I know that she would have never done that to me. She loved me. Yeah, and, and that's the main thing. She, it's all about you. that yeah. is the main thing, Yeah. I'm good with that. I'm not going to badmouth my grandma. I do think that story reflects badly on her, but on the whole, I love my grandma. She was great. And if you're looking down on me now, grandma, no judgments. And Cass did steal mum's prayer book and sell it. 
and it was a, the reason it was worth people might be thinking how could you sell a fucking prayer but what's that worth yeah. on the open market well I forgot to say was it was in, it was in mother of pearl it had a mother Ooh. of pearl casing and it had been a gift from her father Ooh. who was dead and so he's taken the mother of pearl prayer book nicked it off my mum it was a gift from her dead father and he's fucking flogged it and I can tell you to spent that on weed as well and was this the was this the father who was married to grandma who ripped up the ticket yeah my grandma yeah when my grandma when did the, the when did the prayer book get sold what age was cast then well I think it probably would have been around the same time ooh yeah. if it was before there you go it's revenge isn't it then justified yeah if it was after also justified if it was before then grandma's justified if it was after then Cass is justified because yeah. he was in the throes of such a state of emo- emotional turmoil that he was behaving in a volatile way yeah. cry for help sort of stuff even though he had got it in the cup final um, yeah yeah <laughs> fucking hell um, bad story right yeah can I give you a little bit do you know what I'm going to um, do do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to send Cass a box of Biscoffs that would be good that would be good yeah. a square in the circle isn't it in, in the yeah, cosmos, John yeah. Cosmos will approve of that. Yeah. Look, I've got some uh, news without news because we haven't done that for a while. Oh, good. oh, that's good. Yeah. The first one is one that we've you've probably seen because it was a few days ago and lots of people tweeted us, but I thought I'd give it you anyway. Baboon escapes vasectomy op at testing lab and flees with two female monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> ten. <laughs> Cost a ten. The biggest 10 we've the ever had. It's the uh, I've got ultimate one. TTFN dickhead, isn't it? I've got one that might be a bigger 10 because of oh. the curiosity factor in it, but we'll get to that at the end. Then we've got viral girl moving her boobs to Mozart is receiving death threats. <laughs> well, 10, because <laughs> yeah. if we, uh, the rating is based on how likely you are to click on it. Yeah, yeah. find out more. You need to find there's out two, more, don't there's, you? There's simply one word in that that gives it a 10, doesn't even need the other embellishments. <laughs> Click for boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, uh, copyright sort for ex-soccer star's description of impressive genitalia. <laughs> 10. That's the ultimate 10. There is no yeah. one who's not going to click on that and want to know what yeah. it's all about. So, will you reveal to me what it's about, or does that uh, ruin the game? I'll reveal it to you in tomorrow's okay. uh, mailbag episode, I reckon. Oh, good, yeah, keep it, keep that, everyone hanging. That's all we've got for now. Uh, what about? Are you going to quickly go through the results? The results, yeah. You got three points. Uh, I got two points. Results, but got seven, which is a I bit can't. worrying. So that means I'm now on one hundred and thirty-one. You're on one hundred and twenty-five. Results, yeah. but creeping up, one hundred and sixteen. Fucking, Fucking hell. hell. We need to be vigilant. We need yeah. to be vigilant. That was, that's a worrying weekend. Yeah, it is. So that's why I've just left that at the very end. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with the mailbag delve and all that. So um, come back and find out about the impressive genitalia of an ex-soccer star. Take the FN. Dickheads. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.